Hi, I'm John Leister, and this is episode 19 of the Johnny's Way podcast. Here we go. Lee Ackland, 1970s private investigator in Carnage. 6 a.m. I had a 10.30 appointment with a wealthy client. I scrambled four eggs, fried three strips of bacon, and made a pot of coffee. After washing up, I had a smoke and worked out for an hour. After some yoga and a shower, I ironed my best only suit and put it on. After shining my leather boots, I beheld myself in my full-length mirror. World, prepare for conquest. As I exited the elevator on P2, I took a few steps and looked at my missing. I looked at my parking space. Something was missing. My car. Ah, life, you and your precious little curveballs. The building manager and I reviewed the closed-circuit security camera footage. The dumbass who boosted my car, not safe for work, didn't even try to hide his face. Guess what? I knew the guy. Benefits of working in the scumbag industry. It was 8 a.m. when I hopped out of a cab in front of a porn shop in Times Square. It was called Naughty Naughty 24-7. Outwardly, it it sold blow-up dolls and dirty magazines. Inwardly, besides the nasty illegal activities and porter movies you could watch in private booths, it was a place where all sorts of illegal activities took place. The owner was a slovenly mess named Ned. He weighed 300 pounds on a good day, and today was not a good day. As I entered, he was in the middle of a 7-Eleven cheeseburger and a bottle of Crown Royal he drank out of a paper cup. He gave me a big grin. Hackleman! He always screwed up my name. Where's Tank? Who? I liked Ned, sort of. He was a bad guy and he belonged in prison, but in a world where there's bad and evil, Ned leaned more towards the former. He wasn't a murderer or a pederast. I knew from a cop about his moonlighting job as an informant. He played both sides to his advantage, but sometimes his tips helped put really bad people behind bars. In a less than perfect world, he was useful, and what he did took a certain amount of guts. I leaned over the glass display of moral rot and grabbed his dirty shirt. With my other hand, I made a fist and held it over my head. I'm no Charles Bronson, but I can intimidate when a need arises. Where's Tank? In three, two, he's in the back, from the back. Thanks a lot, you fat F-word. I drew my browning and made a dash for it. Tank wasn't exactly a contender for Mr. Olympia himself. I had him in the alley. Man's best friend, dog came second, under his nose. My car. Tank panted. You think you're out of shape? This guy runs like ten feet and he's sweating. What the F-word are you talking about? I pushed, the gun, I pushed my gun harder into his nose. Breaking my nose, man. I brought my elbow up and broke his nose. Gee darn saddest. Where's my car? F you, you're not going to shoot me. I shot his kneecap. Then the other one. Ah, oh, gosh darn you. This is what happens when you F around with another man's wheels. I didn't know it was your car, I swear. What are the odds? The way my life works, pretty good. I'm in a rush tank. Where's my car? On top of everything else, I had to go poo. He gave me directions to an auto shop that doubled as a chop shop. It was a five-minute run. I really had to go, and I really wanted to be on time for my meeting. There were five guys in the place, armed. I shot them, got into my as-yet-to-be-stripped vet, made it to my, and made it to my appointment with ten minutes to spare. Just, time, just enough time to take, a, to take a long, satisfying, well-earned poop. Thanks for listening. That's Lee Hacklin. 1970s private investigator in Carnage, and please feel free to join my Johnny's Way group page. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, God loves you, and so does Johnny.